Welcome, welcome my friends to the Beggars and Brawlers podcast. This is episode 33, recorded Friday the 26th of November 2021, which means that for Americans, yesterday was Thanksgiving and I am still digesting. <laughs> Today I've got a lot of things for you. I've got the results of our title poll, which are confusing, another chapter of the Dragon Bard serial, and 50 bucks. So first things first, we had that title poll last time. Um, if you remember, I had these three books planned in the Tidecaller Chronicles sequence, and we had wonderful titles for them, two of which are already out. And then I discovered that book number three was actually book number three and four. And so I had to go back to the hell that is titling books. Uh, so I requested your help in traversing that hell. And you, <laughs> you did something. Um, so, if you'll recall, uh, we've got Daughter of Flood and Fury as book one, Witch of Wealth and Ruin as book two, and book four will be Queen of Blood and Blasphemy. In between, I offered Rebel of Riddle and Vengeance, Traitor of Pain and Paradox, and Heretic of Haze and Heartbreak. So, the results, as I mentioned, are not totally helpful. Coming in at 31% each. <laughs> we had 29 responses, and exactly... Well, like one third of you, 31% voted for each of those three titles. So uh, it was a three-way tie. Plus, we had a couple of write-ins. Princess of Pain and Paradox. I, I got to say, I'm just, I can't do Princess. That is not my main character. And somebody said Heretic of Paradox and Pain. And I actually really like that. If I end up doing the Paradox and Pain pairing, uh, a lot of peas in there. I think actually Paradox and Pain sounds a lot better than Pain and Paradox. I had Traitor of Pain and Paradox. And if I just say Traitor of Paradox and Pain, yes, that is better. So whoever the magic person is who uh, submitted that, you're cool. Thank you. So that's not super clear. That is a solid three-way tie. Uh, but I also asked which of the individual words do you like best? Because I kind of, to write these titles, I just come up with a soup of words and then combine them until something doesn't suck and there was an overwhelming response to the role word between rebel traitor heretic and renegade renegade got 46.4 percent crushing the other two at 25 and 21 percent and traitor got a measly i don't know google doesn't even show me it was nothing and then <laughs> the princess person wrote in princess again still no uh and then we had keywords like riddle paradox enigma and uh, it was pretty clear there that everybody liked Paradox the best, which probably means that I should do Paradox and Pain. But I asked about the last word as well. I had C, Pain, Vengeance, Heartbreak, and it was slightly in favor of Heartbreak, which isn't a great combination with the other two words, because I always have two words of the three that start with the same letter. And anyway, I can break that rule. But that means that the title that those suggest is Renegade of Paradox and Heartbreak, which is just kind of a mouthful. So thank you for your responses. <laughs> I don't feel any clearer than I did before necessarily, except for that swath of paradox and pain. That's gold. So I think that's going to happen. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to keep checking this poll because sometimes results come in later. So if you want to double vote and like tip the scales towards any of those three titles or even towards the individual words... I'm all ears because I don't like titles. <laughs> Choosing them are hard, but it's looking 
kind of like uh i don't know rebel of paradox and heartbreak paradox of rebel of paradox and pain yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to ponder it in the meantime i do have a progress update for you uh as of today which is my long day of working i love my tuesdays because i get 10 and a half hours of uninterrupted writing time don't get jealous fellow writers <laughs> uh many other days are three or less but today i got a bunch of words in so tide color three provisionally titled i guess rebel of paradox and pain is at 47 percent, which is awesome but I have fears, as I always do in this middle section, that the book's going to be a lot longer than I planned. <laughs> so uh, they're just like more details and cool stuff start coming out of the woodwork. And I have several characters I did not intend to exist who exist. So we might not actually be at 47% because I might go over the word count that I estimated. But anyways, we're somewhere in there. Um, I don't think I'm going to make my middle of December deadline to finish it because it's getting real close now and uh i've spent more than half a month writing to the, get to the point where i am so anyways the book will get done it's more important that it's good than that it come out quickly uh despite what you might see from some of my fellow independent authors i'm also still working on the anthology the still untitled anthology that we might be calling something like from ashes born or from Ashes Reborn. We're still talking about the ad inside and also looking at cover art and doing a lot of other stuff, but I personally uh, put the finishing touches on my story, A Recurrence of Jasmine, or maybe A Scent of Jasmine. There I go with my damn titles again. Um, something about Jasmine. <laughs> I love the story itself, and I got some killer feedback from some of the authors in the anthology. We've been reading each other's stories and um, made it a ton better. So I'm really excited, and I feel like this is... Probably the best short story I've ever written. So I'm really excited for the anthology to come out. I think that's probably going to be March of next year. So if uh, Rebel of Paradox and Pain takes me that long, at least I'll have a book coming out in March. Um, so that's where I'm at in my major projects. Uh, and I'm sure you have not forgotten that I mentioned 50 bucks. <laughs> but more important than 50 bucks is 99 cents, which, as I told you, is the cost of my entire Empire of Resonance uh box set collection all four books are 99 cents right now and for you dear audio listener that means that if you buy them you can add the audible narration for 750 which is a nuts deal for 52 hours not sure what my publisher is doing it's in their hands not mine but you know as long as it's cheap it's kind of cool to be able to say to you hey if you want to check out uh, my first series my complete series it's cheap um but where the 50 bucks comes in is that the the set has been doing really well and the charts were selling a lot, which maybe isn't surprising since the first book in it was a finalist in the Spiff Bow two years ago, and it's just a lot of fiction for 99 cents. <laughs> but sales alone are not enough. We also need reviews on it, and we sold like gangbusters for a week or two, and it was still sitting at zero reviews, which is not great. Um, Amazon's algorithm wants to see reviews coming on there too. So... For anyone who has read it or listened to it or is interested in doing so, I am running a little incentive program called $50 uh, in an Amazon gift card format. Uh, if you will, click the link to leave a review or to buy the book. You don't actually have to do it. This is like legalese and also I just feel like it's fair because maybe people don't have 99 cents or <laughs> maybe you don't want to leave a review, which also you can just click the star rating and that still counts and it's still great. So 
please click a star rating. <laughs> but um, anyway, everyone who clicks on the review, I track those clicks and I will enter you in a contest to win a $50 Amazon gift card plus a mystery bonus from me. <laughs> I still haven't decided what this is. I started this contest a week ago when I sent out my newsletter and the mystery bonus is still a mystery bonus to me as well. But I have a lot of ideas and it's not going to suck. Let me put it that way. So, <laughs> so if you would please kindly, dearly, click on that link and leave a review or buy the book, whether it's the 99 cent box set or spend the 750 more to get the audio version. It's professionally narrated. It's worth your time. Uh, enough advertisement on my part. But if you just want to help me out as an author, a review would do a lot. You don't even actually have to buy it. You can just review it. It's better if you do, but reviews are worth so much. I mean, basically, authors used to say that the thing that you can do to help them the most is to tell a friend about it. And that's still true. But in the age of the internet, telling a friend means leaving a review to show that you, a real person, actually read it and actually liked it. So um, that is why reviews are so important because it's like the internet word of mouth. Um, and if you like reviewing things, I actually have a reader's club. These are people who've reviewed other books for me. If you review too and show me proof that the reviews are up on Amazon or Goodreads, um, I'll just enter you into my reader's club, which means that every time I have a new book, um, or a new audiobook, if that's what you like listening to, I just send it to you automatically for free in the hopes that you'll review it. I can't require you to review it because of Amazon Terms of Service, and that would feel a little yucky anyway. But once I know that you do review things, I'm happy to just send you a copy and you can add it to your reading list or whatever because those reviews are worth way more than a sale of a book to me. So I'm happy to do it if you don't mind reviewing or like I said, just even leaving it a star rating, especially if it's five stars. But <laughs> if you need to one star me, I get it. <laughs> anyway... Um, that's what the 50 bucks is about. There is a link in the show notes, click on it and you'll be entered to win and do what you will once you are on the other side of that link. Uh, but a review would be much appreciated. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, the Dragon Bard serial rolls on. As I often say here, this is chapter nine. So the chapters have come before. I'm going to try to not read anything too spoilery, but really what I'm going to do is read you the first few paragraphs or up until wherever it makes sense. Not the full chapter because I'm going to read that once I have the book done and revised um, and do a really good job of it. This is kind of just a preview thing. So I'm not going to read all of it, but there is a link in the show notes to the full chapter and also to um, all of the full chapters that are up there so far. Ten of them now, actually, because the podcast is a little bit behind the newsletter serial, so you can read ahead if you want to. Um, but yeah, they're there to read for free until I revise this book and put it up for sale. So I hope you enjoy it. Here we are, chapter number nine, An Unexpected Guest. Khan sang the last notes, fingers hugging the fretboard, skirling wind carrying away the notes. The song was good, he was sure of that. But was it good enough? Since meeting the bard, all his best songs just seemed mediocre, like there was something he was missing, something the bar just had. Keep practicing, the man had said, strapping his loot case onto his mare the next morning. You'll get there. At the time, Khan had thought it was high praise, the result of proving himself with the bard's loot the night before. Now, five days later, he was beginning to think it was the kind of bland nothing you might say to anyone. Uh, good job, kid, or you're doing great, versus... Focus on your counter-melodies, or even, I remember writing songs like that. 
Just something to say because the kid in the settlement you're passing through is obviously hopeless and desperate for praise. Contalo sighed, putting his loot down and gazing out at the ice. He was on a melt lake, one of the wind-swept stretches of ice a dragon melted as part of its hibernation period, sinking into the ice with its own heat and flattening the landscape around it. The sun was behind the rings in noon shadow, glittering through the seven celestial bands, and the wind was that kind of bitter cold you could only appreciate after too long in the still heat of a caldera's walls. He and Galesy had spent the morning ranging, coming on two recent poach sites, but both have been left clean or already scavenged. He wanted to keep going, of course. He kept finding himself looking northwest, not toward Poor Town, though of course he'd love to have gone instead of his mother, toward Caldera Kasari, just a half-day's walk across the ice, Yelia's Caldera. He'd sent her a message through a passing breeder days ago, with no response. He was dying to go, but his mom had trusted him with the caldera, and a full day was too long to be away, especially with Sleepbank's new brood. The other dragons he half expected would stay even if the lull failed, he knew Galacy would, but losing Sleepbank and her hatchlings would be devastating. So, much as he was dying to trek over to Yelia, to bring her back under some pretense of visiting, and get the kind of privacy impossible in a normal caldera, he was stuck at home, alone. Alright, so I hope you enjoyed that. In my own reading, uh, or watching I guess you should say, I have been diving into the Wheel of Time series on Amazon Prime. As you well know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I have been rereading this series and then first timely reading uh, the last books that I never got to when I was a kid. And I've loved them, especially the Brandon Sanderson ones that finish it off. And then voila, in the middle of that, Amazon Prime finally does a good job of producing this series. There's been so many false starts with it. Um, And there are a lot of people who are being negative about it, but I think it's great. Uh, I have really enjoyed it. They've made really interesting choices. They're not just telling the same story from the books, which I think I mentioned last time is a problem that I had with uh, Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. It's a great book. It's a great series. They are the same for 60% of the way through, except that they work in a storyline that isn't in book one. But if you've read or watched one, you don't really need to do the other one because you know what it is. This one the spirit is there, but they're focusing on a different character. They're keeping questions open that Jordan a- answered quickly. And they're just like taking a lot of things that in the books are a subtle kind of five or six. And they're just cranking it up to a 10, <laughs> which is awesome. It's super cool to see white cloaks that are like Aes Sedai hunters and to see no one know whether the dragon born is going to be a man or a woman, which is a big deal in a society so divided by gender which uh, if you've read my Tidecaller Chronicles, you'll know is a very big influence on my own world building, at least in that series. So anyway, it's been awesome. I am actually starting a separate podcast on it with my brother, Alex, who's also read the books, uh, just because I wanted somebody to watch it with, and he's got all kinds of interesting opinions on things media related. So that is called The Watch Along of Time. I'll have a link to that in the show notes, even though it isn't distributed yet to the major platforms, but there's a website at least where you can listen to our first couple episodes and we will keep following it. We do an episode where we just uh, 
talk over the actual show. So it's kind of like you're sitting and watching with your friends and we make comments. And then we have an after show where we kind of talk through what happened in the episode and try to summarize it and say which parts Robert Jordan would probably be mad about. And we just added a section called Rand's most punchable moment because he's a punchable character fundamentally. And they chose a very punchable actor and he does a good job of being punchable. So there are lots of punchable moments in every episode. It's been a lot of fun to like debate which is in fact the most punchable. (laughs) So anyway, um, that's it for me for today. I'm going to get back to my book. Uh, whatever we're calling this book, I guess, Rebel of Paradox and Pain, maybe? I hope you check out the rest of the Dragon Bard serial. Um, think about reviewing my box set or buying it if you haven't, because it's so cheap right now. Um, but help me keep it up there in the charts so more people can find it. And as always, more than anything, I hope that this podcast finds you well and in the company of good books. Till next time, read on, my friends. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Tide Collar Chronicles, please visit www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, go to www.levijacobs.com/free. Thanks for listening, and read on. <laughs>